Hello and welcome to The Amateur Austinite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. You'd think with a job like that, I would have a fancy degree, but I don't. I have a degree in classics, not literature. So I am an enthusiastic amateur when it comes to Jane Austen. I would like to take this opportunity to shout out to the members of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand who have been helping me do a group read of Pride and Prejudice and a lot of the information we discuss is turning up in this podcast. Today we are going to be discussing Chapter 3 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. So, in this chapter, the local assembly ball happens. Mr Bingley is lovely and dances with Jane. His friend Mr Darcy won't dance with Lizzie. That's a summary of the action, but several important things happen. The Netherfield party is introduced into the novel, rather than just the rumours that we've heard about them so far. It brings the couples together, and it starts off the insults between Elizabeth and Darcy. There are a couple of themes that I think appear in this chapter. Gossip appears again. At the start, they are obliged to accept the second-hand intelligence of their neighbour, Lady Lucas, which is gossip. One of the great things about this paragraph right here is I think that you hear Lady Lucas's words. Even though they're not said like she's saying them, they're not in quotation marks, I could easily believe that this is exactly what Lady Lucas says. Sir William had been delighted with him. He was quite young, wonderfully handsome, extremely agreeable, and to crown the whole, he meant to be at the next assembly with a large party. That could be a direct quote from Lady Lucas, possibly. There's more gossip, as they fear that there's going to be 12 ladies and 7 gentlemen, and then they think that there's only going to be 6, Mr Bingley's five sisters and a cousin, which is why they're surprised when there's only five people in the party together, because obviously the gossip has not been accurate. I wouldn't say it's not been good. It hasn't been accurate gossip. Another theme that I think crops up in this chapter is spite for resentment. Uh, You can see this cropping up between Elizabeth and Mr Darcy very early. His manners gave a disgust which turned the tide of his popularity. He was discovered to be proud, to be above his company, and above being pleased. So the spite is not only between Elizabeth and Darcy, the spite is from all of the people of Meryton, presumably we're told, towards Mr Darcy in this chapter. But there was also a resentment from Mrs Bennet, who was amongst the most violent against Mr Darcy, whose dislike of his general behaviour was sharpened into particular resentment by his having slighted Elizabeth. So that word resentment stands out really clearly for me here. One of my favourite quotes from this chapter is Mrs Bennet, and she says, If I can but see one of my daughters happily settled at Netherfield and all the others equally well married, I shall have nothing to wish for. All the others equally well married, like the first one will have a domino effect and then the other daughters will marry far more easily once that's happened. But you kind of get the impression that the ones she cares about the most, I mean from other parts of the novel, that they are Jane and Lydia, which is really interesting because they are the two that actually get married first. There were a couple of words I had to look up in this chapter. Main, which is... uh, 
Mr. Darcy is described as fine, tall person, handsome features, noble mane. And that means his ear or bearing, especially as an expressive of altitude or personality. Noble mane makes sense as his family is aristocratic, which may be what they're talking about. Remember that his mother was Lady Anne Darcy and his aunt is Lady Catherine de Bourgh. They're sisters, by the way, so they're both ladies from their parents. The other term I had to look up was the boulanger, which I know how to pronounce because I've heard an audiobook of this. Apologies if I pronounced it incorrectly. It is a country dance imported from France. You see how young Catherine and Lydia are in this chapter. They had been fortunate enough to never be without partners, which is all they had yet learnt to care for at a ball, which is a little bit sad because there's so much more that they could have enjoyed about the expectation. You learn more about Mr. Bennett, who was with a book. He was regardless of time, which is such a lovely picture of him at home, quite happy and contented while his family are out partying. But he did have a good deal of curiosity as to the event of an evening which had raised such splendid expectations. I do love that turn of phrase. This is a slightly longer chapter. It's four and a bit pages in this novel in the copy that I have. It's interesting that the dance happens so quickly. It only happens in one chapter and how early we are actually introduced to Bingley and Darcy. Bingley is still being set up as the hero of the piece. Darcy is perhaps being set up as a villain based on this. I mean, the way he's viewed before he offends everybody, he could easily be set up as a hero, but he very quickly within the same chapter within the same paragraph, is proven to be something entirely different, unfortunately. But Mr. Bingley was good-looking and gentlemanlike and had a pleasant countenance and easy, unaffected manners. Just Mr. Bingley is just lovely all round. So that is Chapter 3 of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Uh, thank you for listening. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at Francis Duncan Writes and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. I wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice Heavily Pride Focus merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!